Well, happy Independence Day weekend once again. You know, it's always a fun time of year. There's lots of fun events, you know, whether it be everybody getting together to grill out or maybe some of the different festivities, although I'm not a huge fan of fireworks because my dog flips out. So I'm not a big, big fan of that. Um, but it's just, there's a lot of fun things. But for me, one of the things I've always loved, too, about celebrating the 4th of July, celebrating Independence Day, there are all the stories that get shared about uh, just how, you know, the bold stand that those colonists took. You know, and that, that belief, that value of freedom and standing up for rights and so on. And, and in some ways, it, it seemed almost uh, illogical to do it because, I mean, you know, Great Britain was just such a power and just for them to do that. I've just always loved, loved those stories, you know, like the movie The Patriot. I especially loved it when uh, Pastor Krause had his ponytail a few years ago and he looked just like Mel Gibson in that movie. I don't know if you guys caught that, but every time I saw him, I'm like, man, Mel, get the Patriots here. This is great. I love all those stories. And I just, you just, there's something about seeing people either be loyal or just be brave when it doesn't even really seem to make sense, but they believe in something so much that they do so. As we take our next step in this series today, we're going to see that kind of lesson. And we're in this series where we are looking at people who many times are going to go, who? Like, who is this person? Last week, we didn't even know their name. And yet, when we look at it, because it all points to God, we can still see a beautiful message and some beautiful power, even when those, those stories are not ones that we typically stop and sit at, and sit on and dig into. So today, we're going to dig into this story, this guy named Ittai, and we're going to see the beauty and the power of what maybe at first looks like illogical loyalty. The lesson we have, it comes from 2 Samuel chapter 15. It says, the king said to Ittai the Gittite, why should you come along with us? Go back and stay with King Absalom. You are a foreigner in exile from your homeland. You came only yesterday, and today shall I make you wander about with us? When I do not know where I'm going, go back and take your countrymen. May kindness and faithfulness be with you. But Ittai replied to the king, As surely as the Lord lives, and as my lord the king lives, wherever my lord the king may be, whether it means life or death, there will your servant be. David said to Ittai, Go ahead, march on. So Ittai the Gittite marched on with all his men and the families that were with him. Now, to really appreciate Ittai, we actually have to spend some time thinking about the person who we normally know better from this story, the man who became King David. Now, from King David's life, there's a lot that we know that are really common stories. You maybe you know, know that David was the one who was that, that little brother who, who, when Samuel came to anoint him, you know, his dad didn't even have him here. And then there's this great statement, though, once he comes in, that where the Lord says to the prophet there, you know, don't, don't look at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. And he anoints David to be the future king of Israel. David, of course, then goes, and he's that young man who then fights Goliath, and with his sling and his stone, takes out the giant. This is one of those stories that we love we also love to think about David being that, that shepherd who wrote all those songs. So many of the Psalms that we have, the book of Psalms, are really songs that David wrote. David's well known for that. He's also well known for being the king of Israel, and really Israel's greatest king in many ways. And that promise was made that the savior of the world would come through the line of David. We also know well David's failure, though, we know that David slept with another man's wife. She got pregnant. He tried to cover it up. He had her husband killed and all these terrible things. Um, but then he did. He was 
turned back in repentance to the Lord, and he was forgiven. There's some parts of David's life that we don't talk about as often, though. A lot of David's life was spent on the run. So between the time where David was anointed king, or anointed to be the king, King Saul became really jealous of him, and so David was hiding out from him and was on the run often with his men and really just afraid for his life. And kind of the backstory for some of our lesson today really is from when he was on the run. And when we get to our lesson today, we're going to see that David is actually going on the run once again. And when we see David going on the run for fear of his life, it's here that we're going to see what looks like illogical loyalty. Because, as we read in that background lesson, David has this son, Absalom, this son who is well-known for being this super handsome man. He had this wonderful flowing hair, which actually ended up being the death of him. Like, his hair got stuck in a tree, and he got, ended up hanging there. Then people, it's this weird story. What kind of hair did this man have, right? You know, like, that it got stuck in a tree, but he had a, apparently he had this, this massive head of hair that he was known for. But also, when you read through the story, you can see he's known for being conniving. Because in that background lesson, we read about how he stayed outside the city gate and started helping the people out. And, oh, if there was somebody like me here, then you would have what you need. And he steals the hearts of God's people. And he comes up with this whole plan basically to try to take over being king. And David hears about this. And he and his people leave so that they don't get destroyed by Absalom and his followers. As David's leaving, he looks at this man amongst his followers, and he says, why should you come along with us? And it's that question that really, that really is at the center of our lesson today as we look at this illogical loyalty. When he asked that question, why should you come along with us, it was to this man named Ittai, Ittai the Gittite. And Ittai is someone who got connected with David when David was on the run early in his life. Because Ittai, he's from the area of Gath, and one of the places that David went when he was hiding out earlier was in this area called Gath, and it's there that he connected with these people. So Ittai's got this, this backstory with David. David connected with him there when he was on the run before, and apparently now Ittai and his men have now come to be with David. And so David asks, why should you come along with us? He says, go back and stay with King Absalom. You are a foreigner in exile from your homeland, and you came only yesterday. David recognized, he's like, hey, this guy, Ittai, you're, you're already on the run. I mean, you're already in exile from your homeland. This isn't your home here. You came from somewhere else. Why would you want to go with me when you are, just got here and started settling in? Absalom doesn't have beef with you. Like, you could stay here, and you would be safe, you would be fine. And he actually tells him, just go back and take your countrymen, and may kindness and faithfulness be with you. You've been moving, you've been running, why keep doing it? Stay here, stay safe. Why would you even, why would you come with me? You, you don't have a bone in this fight. He's not going to come after you. You've been on the run. For goodness sake, just settle down, relax and stay safe. From David's perspective, it, doesn't, it wouldn't make any sense for, for Ittai to go with him. And really, in many ways, at first, when you look at it, they would seem illogical. Why, why go with him? And yet, look at what Ittai ends up saying. 
He, he not only says, I'm going to go ahead and go with you, but he says, wherever my Lord the King may be, whether it means life or death, there will your servant be. And Itai says, I'm in. I'm in even if it costs me my life. David, I'm going with you. And as we look at it progresses, we, we, we see it. Like he, he backs it up. He doesn't just say, I'm in with you, David. He goes ahead when, when, Mark, when David says, go ahead, Itai, march on. Itai the Gittite and all of his men, they go ahead with David. Itai says, I'm with you, king. And then he walks forward with the king. Why? And it doesn't make any sense at first glance. But before we think more about why, let's just pause for a moment and just think about what this could mean to David. Remember who Absalom was? What was the relationship between Absalom and David? Father, son. And his own son betrayed him. Which Actually, many of the, the psalms, remember how the, the psalms work. There's this beautiful thing. Where when, when, when psalms are written, and much of scripture works, works this way, actually, there's an initial fulfillment, an initial story that Jesus takes to its completion and to its next level. And in the psalms, you see these psalms about how I was betrayed by someone close to me. That's David writing about Absalom or about some of his other leaders who go with Absalom. And then Jesus invokes the same psalms to describe who betrayed Jesus. Judas right? Yeah. And so he had been betrayed by his son, and then here this foreigner, who is not related to him, is not part of the same group of people, who really has no business following him, says, I'm with you to the death. We just, just pause and just think, what does that speak to David as he is leaving because his son has betrayed him? What an incredible thing for Ittai to do to step forward. At first, it doesn't necessarily look logical, but if we really dig into it, we can see some, some maybe some reasons why Ittai goes ahead and does this. Remember, the backstory is that David and Ittai met up when David was on the run to begin with. Maybe there was something with that event when they interacted before. Maybe the fact that Ittai had seen David on the run before and knew what that was like, maybe he knew how faithful David was and how David approached that situation, maybe that stuck with Ittai. Maybe that's why he was there now with David to begin with. Because there was something that left an impression on Ittai. We don't know necessarily for sure. Maybe it was simply the fact that Ittai knew what it was like to be on the run. You know, David says, well, you've been going, you've been going, you've been going. You should just sit down and rest. But I found this to be true in my life and my guess is maybe you have as well, is, is sometimes it's those who've been through the stuff of life who are most equipped to help other people through the stuff of life. You know, I might look and go, man, you've been through so much, you should just take this one and sit this one out. But actually, sometimes it's when you've been through it that you're best equipped to walk through it with somebody else. Maybe that's part of it. You're on the I get it. Let's go. You're an exile. I've been in exile. You're going to be in exile. Let's be exiles together. Ah, maybe that was part of it. Maybe another part of it was that he was just, just sensed the sadness in David. David, when he says, why should you come along with us? He says, go back and stay with, with 
king was the king. Absalom's not the king. Well, at least he's not supposed to be. David, with this statement, he basically concedes. The people have turned to him as the king. This is a heartbreaking statement. You know, just imagine David, who is the one who, who's got all this, this promise, right? The one who God has been with. And now all the people have gone. They're going after Absalom. And David says, why don't you just go stay with the king when he should be the king? Maybe there's something like that that just tugged on Ittai's heart. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Or maybe it's something else that David has said. He said, may kindness and faithfulness be with you. And these are our words that we often use actually to describe God and God's, God's faithfulness to us, how he never breaks his promise, how he's made his covenant love to us, how he always comes through on what he has said to us. David says to Ittai, may, may those things, may the promises of God, may God's goodness, may kindness, may those things go with you. And maybe hearing about that, maybe hearing about the faithfulness of God prompted him. I, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting. Maybe that's part of what tugged on his heart. We do know, based on what he says back to David, that he does have a recognition of who God is and how God works. Because Ittai, he, he says to the king, as surely as the Lord lives... And as my Lord the King lives, wherever my Lord the King may be, whether it means life or death, there will your servant be. You can see that Ittai recognizes that David's God is the living God. He's the true God. And it appears that Ittai has come to see the beauty of the living God and of his loyalty and his, his goodness. And when you, when you see that in God, it can transform then the way you interact with others. It could be, could be that. It could be any number of these things. That when you sit down, you kind of dig through it like, okay, no, maybe I can see some ways where this loyalty can start to, start to make sense. But as I, as I wrestle with and think through all these ways that this loyalty can make sense, i got to share that just I find that, wow, as I think about Ittai being loyal in this moment, I also have to recognize all the ways that Ittai kind of puts me to shame. You know, like how often have people you know, said things or done things, and right away, like, we just, instead of just being like, I'm in, we just take it personally, we get upset, and next thing you know, there's distance, and there's separation, you know, where we don't, we don't persevere and consider what it is, what's going on, and, and how God is leading us here, you know, how many times have there been where we just, we get, get angry instead of going with someone, we, 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 we go the opposite direction. There's been plenty of times where we have maybe taken the surface level reason. Well, I don't have any reason to be loyal to this person. Look at what they said to me. Look at what they did to me. Look at what's going on over here. And we just kind of bail based on those things. There's plenty of times where we are not very loyal people to other people, but also to God. Where we go our own way instead of going God's way. God says in his word, I want you to do this, and we just our own thing. But you know, all of scripture ultimately is not about Ittai or about David. All of it points to something greater. And it all points to God. And as great as we can see Ittai's faithfulness, God's faithfulness to us is far more. Remember our gospel lesson? And that beautiful picture of the shepherd? In many ways, I'm looking at it, I've always thought, like, man, this doesn't, make, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, you got 99, you got one. Like, wouldn't it make more sense to focus on the 99? And he doesn't just bail on the 99. He leaves them in, in, in a safe place. But the shepherd goes, I'm going after that one. 
I need it. I'm going for it. I am loyal to that one, even though that one was probably stupid and ran off and did something it wasn't supposed to do, right? You know, it, it wasn't following along like it's supposed to, but he, he's in. This is, what you're, this is how your father is for you. He doesn't care, like, well, you've been disloyal or this or that. He's, you go off, you go off to one side or the other, he says, I am in to the death. And he proved it. He proved it in the most incredible way. Like when people are being so disloyal to Jesus, you know, you got people around Jesus chanting against him, right? People who likely a few days before were probably very much for him. Now they've turned on him. And Jesus, he's up there on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. And think about some of the backstory to it. How did he get to that point? You've got Judas, of course, betraying Jesus. When Jesus is there uh, on trial, his disciples have deserted him, and yet he is in. This level of loyalty is not something we can wrap our heads around, but man, we can give thanks for. Because you can know that no matter where you've been, no matter how much you've gone one way or the other, or if you realize that you've been disloyal to a friend or a family member or to God himself, you can know that he will never, ever be disloyal to you. He is faithful, faithful to his promise. He was faithful unto death. So he could take all the ways you and I have been disloyal on himself so he could pay the price for them, so he could die on the cross but then rise again to give us life beyond all that stuff. All the sin, it all was left there on the cross. It's all buried there with Jesus. You have a new life. And you have his spirit now who gives you the ability not only to know that God will be faithful to you, not only to know that he will walk with you every step in this life until you are with him and you have eternal life, but he now can transform your heart to be faithful to others. It is beautiful. What a transformation it can be in our lives when you realize that no matter, every morning when you get up, God's, I'm in. Every morning, God's, I'm in for you. You trip up here and it's, still in. You get frustrated with yourself, God's, I'm still for it. When that sinks in and that freedom fills your heart, it can also then empower you to be an instrument of illogical loyalty to people around you. What about that person doesn't deserve my love? great opportunity to be Jesus, to be like Jesus. That person is fresh me. What an opportunity to not love just, and you know, what did Jesus say? It's, it's easy enough to like the people who are good to you, love the people who are good. What about the people who are not? Love them. Love them because I first have loved you. And he will keep loving you, keep being loyal to you. It might look illogical, but there is beauty and there is power to illogical love, illogical loyalty.